Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coastal Connection and Embrace the Power. We're with Dr. Lori Shemek today, and she is a rock star when it comes to health and fitness. And we're great to have her on the show. She's going to tell us her story, and definitely we're going to touch on key points about inflammation and the genetics that people have that they don't realize some things they eat may not just be good for you. With no further ado, I'm going to kick it over to my boy, Mike G, and we're going to get started. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Really, I've been looking forward to this so much. So, And congratulations on the new show. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. It's been hard work, dedication. Oh, it, but you know what? Oh, Look what I got. There it is. There it is. I got my Great show. Great show. So happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Lori. Please. Thank you. Great Mike. to meet you. Great to meet you. So nice to meet you. Even yes. <laughs> so now where yeah. are we at, Vince? What is the first question we're going to reach? All right. We're going to reach out and say, hey, Lori, I want to know how you got into the business of health. Because there was a great quote that I had. It was called, health is not the value. Health is not valued until you get sick. So before we get sick, how do we value health? And how did you, as a, as a pioneer and the things that you do, writing about health and inflammation, how did you get there, Lori? That's a great question, Vince, you know, um, because you are absolutely correct. We do not value our health until it's too late. Right. And then that's the only thing we care about once we lose it. So my story is uh, started when I was a really, really a, a very, very young girl. Um, I was raised with a mother who was ill most of the time. Most of the memories that I have of my sweet mother are of her being ill constantly. She had one health condition after the other. And, you know, she, but she had a lot of choices that she made that were not healthy for her. And so I underscore the word choice because we all are at choice. And sometimes we don't realize uh, that the choices we're making are harmful. So it's really important to be educated, but always know there are other choices you can make. But her her situation was was very sad. Um, she she had she was uh, almost obese, literally. She smoked a pack and a half of cigarettes a day. She was under chronic stress daily. You can imagine raising. Um, three very young children all on your own with no support. Her family was out of state. My father wasn't in the picture. Um, and we had little money too, right? So we were struggling and she was struggling. And uh, so, you know, one thing led to another and her health began to deteriorate. And it's so interesting because I was very in tune to her health state and the things she was eating. And so I knew intuitively, even as a young girl, that she could make different choices. And I remember walking into her room, seeing her laying there suffering in the dark. And, you know, and it really broke my heart as a young girl, but I, if I knew what I know now, then things would be different. She would probably still be alive with us today. So, um, so as my mother's health, deteriorated, 
um, things just got worse and worse. And she died, sadly, at the very young age of 36. Wow. Behind, yeah. Leaving behind three young children with literally nowhere to go. And um, so we scrambled. They, well, my, my family scrambled to uh, ensure that we were all taken care of. But we were never to live together again. We were all separated, my two younger brothers and I. And, um, you know, and it's a, it's a sad situation because when we make choices that affect our health, it, it affects other people, too. And so um, I remember my mother, because she was so sick, she couldn't nurture my younger brothers or take care of them most of the time. And most of the time that that job was left to me. So I was cooking for them all the time and, you know, playing mommy, if you will. And, uh, and so one of their main dinner, uh, dinners, for example, was eggs, always eggs, because that's one thing I knew how to cook. The poor man's meal, man. Now they both hate eggs <laughs> to this day. <laughs> but, you know, it's just the way it goes. And anyway, so uh, when I graduated from high school, I said to myself, you know, I want to help other people and I want other people to know that they have choice in life because I felt so bad for my mother. You know, she was on her own and didn't realize she could have done differently. And uh, and so that's what I did. So I went, um, I got my doctorate in psychology and I worked at uh, Family Outreach, which is a nonprofit for family at-risk families and counsel them and uh, then became vice president of the organization and but during this whole time my interest of course is in health I was always into, into health reading books about nutrition and health and medicine even when I was a, a little girl and so um, I decided after a long time with family outreach that I would create my own company because I saw firsthand what happens when you change people's diet wow. and my clients they they changed their motivation changed when i i literally made them change what they were eating because that's the first thing you should do no matter what right because um and i can go into it later but our gut health impacts how our, our mood, it impacts our energy level, it impacts how we view the world. And uh, so that all starts with the types of foods that we're eating. And um, so I, I left there, I went back to school. <laughs> yes, I did, became a nutritionist and I uh, got my certification in life coaching and all with the intent of creating my own company with my background in psychology uh, called HealthWorks. And so that's what I've been doing ever since. That's interesting. I have a question. So it's all started with the psychology of how the mind works. And then you work right. yourself towards um, bettering the, the body as well. So you right. kind of combine two medical worlds. <laughs> yes, yeah. And exactly. which right. is pretty dynamic for one person. That's very nice. That's well, nice. thank you very much. Yeah, it's, a, it's all interesting to me, all because I'm helping people in different ways, right? right. And so when you think about um, people's new diet, let's just go there, that's the number one factor in almost every aspect of our life. Correct. Okay, yeah, and you and you started out with a book called Fat Burn, Fat Burn, and then you moved over to your other book, Inflammation, where it was where I started reading, and, and then that's when I reached out to you and it's asking you, because 
I had really never heard of fat inflammation until I got, you know, got right. the book. I read your first book, but then actually I read this book and it was like, wow. Okay. I never thought, you know, genetically that, that I would have issues with things and I couldn't lose weight. And it wasn't really because I could, I wasn't working out because I was already working out five, six days a week. It was the fact that my body wasn't processing certain foods anymore because I had changed over the years. So can you kind of tell us about your book and then kind of tell us about uh, how people need to become more aware of as their bodies change, how they need to be more aware of what they should be taking in uh, eating wise as they get older. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of the things that to make it very simple for people is to what you need to do is focus on resolving inflammation in the body, protecting yourself from it, mitigating it, and then resolving it, right? right. And so uh, one of the things that, you know, you can do is to eat an anti-inflammatory diet, and we can talk about what that is. But yes, there are, as you said, Vince, very um, special things that people are unaware of, such as the effect that certain foods have on your weight and when you start to gain weight uh, then this becomes like an inflammation factory sadly and uh, we've got uh, you know especially people there there's a certain threshold that we're all genetically equipped to handle of inflammation it's different for everybody we some people can gain weight and not have a lot of inflammation but others can gain just a little bit of weight and up goes their, uh, their inflammatory markers. But uh, obese people absolutely have it. And they have an enormous amount of inflammation circulating in their body. And so the sad part about weight gain is that the inflammation, the, your fat cells are producing inflammatory molecules. And the this inflammation, um, after this threshold, this individual threshold is met, uh, begins to set up somewhere else in the body. And this is what causes illness, disease, faster aging, and weight gain. So those are those, that's what chronic low-grade inflammation will do. Wow. And, yeah. And it's it's, you know, you can't feel it unless you begin to feel the symptoms, right? Which take time to develop. All right, hold up. Somebody's got a question got a for question you. Right we'll show it. There we go, guys. Hi, Vicki. So I'm an eight-year survivor of breast cancer. Carried the bracta of two gen and have never recouped my energy since chemo. Any suggestions? Yes, um, absolutely focus on your mitochondrial health, okay? That's a number one thing you need to do. And there are supplements, and this is a, a good instance of targeted supplementation where uh, magnesium is extremely important. Vitamin D3 is extremely important. Uh, PQQ is another one, and CoQ10. Though, and then you can throw in berberine because there's research showing that berberine is especially beneficial to those who haven't had breast cancer, very protective, and then those who have. So uh, berberine is an herb. And um, those are going to help mitigate uh, any, any kind of mitochondrial dysfunction. And all mitochondria... Um, what they do is is create ATP, which is cellular energy, and that promotes less fatigue. So the more mitochondria you have, the uh, healthier they are, the more energy you're going to have, the less weight you're going to carry, 
And overall, you're going to have optimal health because mitochondria really uh, is where it's at in terms of cellular health. Wow, you know, we're gonna we're gonna need a you to make sure you post a long list of all those terms. Because <laughs> we're you know, we don't do public spelling. <laughs> so Vicky, if you you know, just feel free to you know contact me um and I'll send you the list of what I meant. Hey, run Lori's thing. So hey Vic, yeah, Lori says that you are allowed to, you know, you can contact her. And guess mm -hmm. what? She'll actually talk to you without even without no cost if you talk to her on Twitter, on Instagram. Yeah. Lori answers people all the time about questions they have. And that she's just a rock star with just trying to make sure people are healthy and safe. But now, since you've touched on your book and you've touched on, that was a great question, Vicki, by the way. Next thing we'd like to talk about is the new book that you got out. You know what I'm saying? Like, put, put it out there, man. Well, it, yeah, it's the ketogenic key. And I did it with my brilliant, I wrote it with my brilliant co-author, Steve Welch. Mm -hmm. And Steve and I, um, it took us probably almost a year and a half to write this book. It is packed and based on very quality uh, research. And so there's a lot of quality information in there. And so it, it despite the the title, the ketogenic key, it should have said the name, the ketosis key, because what the book is about is ketosis in different forms. Okay. So, um, ketosis is the, the process of your liver creating, uh, BHB, for example, um, beta hydroxybutyrate that the body uses for energy instead of glucose. And that ketone is very important in terms of optimizing our health, our energy, our brain health, heart health, weight, you name it. If you have a health wish list, uh, yeah. getting into ketosis is it, okay? So it's slow aging, I like. Yes, I like that. Slow, yes, yeah, slower aging, you know about that, and longevity. And, uh, you know, we, there are a lot of, uh, human studies now coming out about the about ketosis and it's incredible and even the the recent studies with supplemental ketones right because right. a lot of people used to poo poo it uh back in the day and now they're they're actually very serious about exogenous ketones which is a supplement but but again that's another form of getting into ketosis another one is exercise and another one is intermittent fasting, which I wrote a book That's on. That's what I was about to ask, but you got there before I could get there. Let's hold on, Lori. You're on the show, doctors. I'm one you know, step ahead, aren't I? I'm going to break that up. I'm going to break that up. Because that was a heated show about fasting, and that was the number one subject. Is this fasting good or is it bad? And so many people go back and forth on uh, what is fasting and what are the benefits for fasting and what are they not. So, Doc, you have the floor. Oh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> but yes, fasting is truly exceptionally beneficial to your health. And, you know, a lot of people are afraid of it because they think they're starving or they think, you know, they can't live without food. They're going to pass out. And I don't know if either of you have tried it, but it's it's you don't you absolutely do not. You know, when you've been told not to eat for 12 hours before a blood test. Oh, that is right there an indication of, yes, you can get through 12 hours. And by the way, there's a lot of benefits in 12 hours of fasting. And 
it's even easier than you think because you're sleeping eight hours of it, right? So if you oh, I didn't think about that, yeah. So if you um, are, you know, if you stop eating at seven, you can eat again at seven in the morning. If you oh, seven okay. at night to seven in the morning, and there you go. And um, it's you know really a, a beneficial way to live your life. I do fasting every day. I don't do a lot. I don't do an excess amount. I'm a woman, and I recommend that women don't go, you know, more than 18 hours um, a couple times a week. But 12 hours to 14 hours is very beneficial. So do you so, say a week, or do you do it? Okay, so do you do it like twice a week, three times a week? Yeah. So on the weekends, I'll do 16 to 18 hours, and during every day during the week, I'll do 12 hours. And then when you combine that with a, with healthful foods, you know, foods that are nutrient rich, anti-inflammatory, then you are absolutely optimizing tools that are going to promote cellular health. And one of the things that intermittent fasting does is called autophagy. And autophagy is, well, it's kind of like cleaning up the junk in the cells, right? It's okay. cellular housekeeping. And when you have that going on, you're, you are rocking it because we don't want a, a collection of junk in our cells or debris, right? We want right. fresh cells. And the same thing happens, mitophagy with mitochondria that I was referring to uh, earlier. We want brand new mitochondria or at least remodeled mitochondria. And so this promotes more youthful cellular health. And uh, you also, when you're fasting, promote senes uh, you get rid of the senescent cells, which are um, sometimes called zombie cells because these cells are they're they're dying essentially, but they're still there, and they're so sending out a chemical message that there's inflammation going on. Inflammation. The massage part. Explain that. You said massage should be part of your everyday, or oh. not everyday, but have it in your schedule of life. It's not really luxury. It should be. Yeah, it's one of those because I, I feel like I need to. So you're right. Yeah, so it's, that's a really good point. Yeah, because massage is one way of reducing inflammation in the body. You know, mm -hmm. even though people think of it as a luxury, it's really um, it's it's actually a really great way to resolve that inflammation. And if you do it regularly, protect against further inflammation in the body. OK, I got one. Cal just Cal Myers just hit us up with. What are your thoughts on one meal a day, Lori? Oh, I think it's fantastic. I really do. My only issue with it, Kyle, is that you I, I want you to get enough protein in your diet, right? And I want you to have enough muscle mass in your in in your body. So it's sometimes hard for people to get enough uh, muscle and that's really your longevity organ. So what I recommend to people who do one meal a day is to add in some uh, some sort of, you know, obviously protein-centric plate plus um, some collagen, not collagen, some protein powder such as whey, for example, and um, creatine as well. Creatine is fantastic. And creatine um, it has recently been shown to be an essential nutrient in the body. And especially for those over 40, it helps mitigate uh, the aging process and it helps promote um, better brain health too for older people. Wow. 
Okay, so great question. So, all right, there's so much stuff on the market, Lori. And I saw you on the show on Fox Morning Show, right? And they had everything out in front of you, the cereal boxes from the Wheaties to the Cocoa Puffs to just all these different pro, uh, products that are processed. And then you have all these supplements that are all over the market. You know, as a consumer, and you're a health person, but just like a person like myself, if I am trying to optimize, is that's the word we're using, right? Optimize my health. How do I get there with, with so much variety? I actually like the 70s when I only had three choices of cereal. And you know, I only had broccoli and Brussels sprouts, but go ahead. Yeah, so the, the, this is, okay, that's called the cereal mindset. <laughs> so what I'd like to see you do is get rid of having to have cereal, right? <laughs> So um, look for things outside of that, because that was, you know, for a lot of people, it's really hard to give up cereal. It really is. I mean, it's easy, it's quick, it's crunchy, it's sweet, or it's, um, it's just something really, and it is delicious, I agree. But when you understand that it is, uh, it is really spiking that blood sugar for most people, um, and you really never really know what it's doing to your body until you get a continuous glucose monitor or, or CGM. That way you can literally see the readout of your blood sugar because some people don't respond negatively in terms of blood sugar to certain foods like white rice, for example. They just don't respond or they can eat a banana and not have that blood sugar spike. But let's say generally to be safe, uh, think of other things to have for breakfast, for example. Yeah. And it's, you, know, you have to go with the mindset too of uh, ensuring that you're, you surround yourself with healthy, make healthy choices so that it's easy for you. And if you do go to the grocery store, make sure you, you do your research about what you really, what you think you really need to get. Because I'm telling you, especially now that the holidays are coming up, the stores are packed with already, I saw it this morning, pies, cookies, cakes with like, you know, fall leaves around them and the pumpkins and, you know, and the candies out there. So it's so I had to dodge off the sweet potato pie yesterday. I was in there and I was like, oh, I'm about to have a show with um, Dr. Lord. Put the sweet potato pie back. So I put it back and I, and I moped on down the aisle and went to the went to the vegetable section. They got me some. Oh, you're a good man. I'm impressed. Very, very impressive. Yeah. So yeah, you know, and it's it's really just a mindset. And I always, you know, tell people that once you make that decision, follow through with it. Okay, and just say you know, fill in the blank. What kind of person does this, right? Do I want to be, what kind of person, what kind of um, contract do I want to make? Uh, I don't want to put labels on, on that situation, but right. what kind of contract do I want with myself? And, you know, the saying about don't compete with anybody but yourself, this is a good way to look at it. And so when you read books that give you that information and you listen to people who give you quality information about science based information about what is important to choose at the grocery store, you know, you can, right. you can make really e much easier decisions and it's going to benefit you greatly. Hey, Mike, what you got, man? 
I don't know, man. I like the massage one. The massage. <laughs> I get massages, I get kinks in my back, and I see that it struggles with my energy. It struggles with my everyday. You know? Yeah, it, it really does. You know, I'm forty three, and I'm noticing things. And I don't try. To, I don't eat McDonald's. I don't do none of that stuff. You know, nothing against people who do whatever, but right. I still feel like. I don't know. I'm getting beat up. I just feel the energy's not yeah. there from 35 to 43. <laughs> well, and I also try to eat, you know, seafood, chickens, little red meat, you know, even though I like steak yeah. and stuff like that. But it's just this is dynamic stuff right now. What would you say for beginners, people like me? Yeah, and I think that that's a really great example there because once you hit, you know, over the age of 40. Uh, you begin to really lose muscle mass, right? And your metabolism metabolism starts to slow. And uh, this is a this is a really good time to start thinking about uh, and taking care of your supplementation, fat targeted supplementation. Uh, yeah, it's very important. You begin to lose vital nutrients naturally as you age, and CoQ10 is one of those that uh, people after the age of 40 begin to like muscle mass because, you know, you think about your muscles have a lot of, you know, uh, CoQ10, they need it, your heart muscle needs it. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so that's why it's so important to, you know, make sure you have adequate, get a, get a blood test. You may be deficient in vitamin D. Vitamin D uh, has symptoms people mistake for other things. Uh, joint pain is a symptom of deficient vitamin D and magnesium as well. So uh, make sure that just get a just a randomized blood test will show you. Everything. I get one every six months and I do all my oh, vitamins good. every day. So I'm like, you know, and it's everything's good, you know, little blood pressure, you know, stress of life. Yeah. Um, and make sure you get enough too, because <laughs> some, some people, you know, physicians will say, well, just take a multivitamin. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, you oh, get no. 10, international units of vitamin D in there, <laughs> you know? So I had a client the other day and, you know, there, everything in his um, multivitamin, there was nothing, literally nothing. Wow. To affect his health. Yeah. It's taking nothing. It's nothing, you're right, taking nothing. Yeah, yeah no, hey, Lori, you know, the one thing about it is, is that as we, as people look in the 21st century and we're trying to get healthier to some degree, we've watched COVID attack. And as I know before we run out of time, I just wanted to touch on how important it is that you manage your health because the amount of people we've lost to COVID just didn't make some of them, maybe lifestyle changes. What were your perspectives on that before we close up today? Yeah, that's a great question. and such an important question. And it's one of my, you know, um, burning frustrations because, you know, there's a lot of talk about what we can do to prevent it with masks and disinfectant, but nothing about nutrition or lifestyle choices, right? Yep. <laughs> Everybody, I don't mean to disturb you, but did you hear? Thank you. Mask. Yeah, you're welcome, Michael. <laughs> but really, right? And, and so, you know, if there's, I really believe there needs to be so much more education. That's what my, one of my goals is, as you, you both know, is to, you know, empower people with information, knowledge. And once people have it, they start to think differently. It doesn't, change doesn't happen overnight, really. It, it's, it's a transition. And so, 
you know, unless, you know, you're really motivated, it could happen overnight. But, but when you look at choosing differently and you look at things like sugar and these processed vegetable seed oils, such as vegetable oil, corn oil, um, canola oil, which people think is very healthy, um, you know, soy oil, which research shows is, is deteriorating brain tissue. I mean, you know, you, you, it, it's harmful to our brain health. And so when you look at sugar and its inflammatory impact and these oils, sometimes they're combined together. Wow. And that's a real problem. So you, people don't know it and they're buying products that have a ton of sugar in it. They don't know it because they just have no idea that there's a ton of sugar in bread or, you know, another thing people are doing that they don't realize is they're not drinking enough water. Um, they're not hydrating. And, you know, it's, it's causing a lot of inflammation in the body. And, uh, you know, it's, it's important to really not wait until you're thirsty to drink water. It's, it's really, you know, your, your cells need, everything runs on, it's a detoxer, you know. If you're, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> um, water? No. Yeah, and so really important for metabolic health, everything, so. All right, so Lori, it has been a rock star blast having you on. Thank you. Coastal Connection. So we just want to say is that since we gave you the cool Aspire, the Inspire shirt and, and the mug is because you were an awesome guest and we wanted to make sure you had it before you got Once on. Again. You know what? It's athletic, it's breathable, and it's cool. So just wear it. We got Molly Song coming up in a couple of weeks as our next guest. But with that being said, as me and Mike always say, Lori, Thank you, Mike. You have anything to give Lori to say to her before Pleasure we roll meeting out? Meeting you. We'll have you again. Maybe talk more in depth and more dynamics, yes, more absolutely. weight loss, how to gain, how to be stronger, how to how to fight germs, and <laughs> we'll do it. All right, and as we always say at Coastal Connection, keep it rolling. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you for having me.